Moan, less than 48 hours. Less than 48 hours. I repeat, DK, less than 48 hours. That's right. Actual kickoff at Akershire Stadium. <coughs> Excuse me. There's already a, a vibe around here just downtown. There's fans. I think I've told you this before. Like Half the season ticket base doesn't live anywhere near Pittsburgh, so they come in and they fill our hotels downtown. There's also some 49ers fans who actually travel better than they get credit for. Hey, pretty good base there. Uh, but yeah, you can feel it. It's coming. It is. It is. Everybody's checking in today, man. Uh, it's football Friday. A hundred percent. Correct. DK. It's like 170 plus in here right now, man. You want to do the little thing we do to kind of start the show so we can get going. Oh, uh, we can do that. Let me, uh, set this up here again we're a little slow today you feel that a little slow end of the week and it's fine dk but guess what man we have peak, football last peak on night. sunday we, <laughs> yeah. we, we peak on sundays dk yes we do here we go See, I'm a little embarrassed, but what's part of what's got me off my game here? Is they still what? don't have the long straws across the street, so I keep having to take these domed lids off, which kills the whole whipped cream feel to it. You know what not I mean? Whip, I'm not a whipped cream friend. I can't sympathize with and you at all. And then this falls. Well, not like that, but falls. Yeah, See? I can't sympathize with you at all. What 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 I can sympathize with though, DK, is this. Okay, from my guy Zach Dixon. Okay, seems to be new in here too. Says, when's the last time this show was on time? That's the beauty of it, Zach. I don't know, man. It's not the CBS Evening News, you know? <laughs> That's the beauty of it, Zach. That's what I'm telling you. DK, be real with them. The times we've started on time, everybody's like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. You guys are on time. So that's it's just part of what we do right now, okay? Longer straws, Jerry says. Well, no kidding. Yeah, but they don't have any. So <laughs> what you can do, Ben says, you should buy straws and put them at your desk. Now, Starbucks does have the the, the permanent the metal straws. Yeah. I travel with them in case this happens. But I'm not traveling. I'm at home. I expect mm -hmm. more from Pittsburgh. Hey. You keep talking trash like that. Those environmentalists going to show up to your building and glue their hand to your window, okay? You better get some some permanent straws, DK, since you want to complain before they come see you. Oh, yeah. Or Wade will come after me. says, I will never buy a straw. I have them. I have permanent straws. It's just for crises like this. Yeah, no, nah, it's, it's all good, though, man. It's, again, you know what we'll call those type of complaints, DK? Oh, please say it. First world problems. First world. Yeah, <laughs> very much so. Very, First very. First world problems. Uh, by the way, Mark Lancaster, yes, this is a 22 jersey. I never let go of it. Never let go of Kutch. Uh, and let's go real quick to DK, man. Shout out to uh, Tomless. Uh, how do you say the Kovlicic? Kovlicic, you just gifted 10. Also, your favorite barber who was just in the shop the other day, gifted five. And also... Resident gifter in uh September, man. Eddie Harlow gifted also, man. You guys are saints, man. Never to be taken advantage of is always love, okay? Robert suggests metal straws. Yes. Not that I'm I'm stuck on this, but when we were in we were in Vienna, Austria a few years ago, and they served our coffee, like hot coffee, not 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 the iced coffee, hot yeah. coffee with metal straws. We have a set of them at home. We never abandon them. They're fantastic. Plastic. What? Hold As up. straws go, they're like elite. They're like the the Nick Bosa and George Kittle of straws. There you go. <laughs> you, 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 this is what you wanted. This is what you wanted. You wanted me to take me off happy moan vibes and let's go down that road. Okay, DK, we'll do it. We'll do it. Okay, you brought up the two names that everybody wanted. Here's what we have. The 49ers injury report was just released. Kittle was a partial participant, although he did let San Francisco area reporters know yesterday that he is intending on playing. Moan. Pause. Yeah. Groin injury. Is mm. he playing? 
If he is, he going to get tested. I'll tell you that much, DK. And I would say this. This is the first game of the season for a guy like George Kittle, man. Uh, they're supposed to lie and say things like that anyway. Until we see 85 out there, I can't expect him to be more limited than anything. So, DK, this is a game of, of, of chess when it comes down to guys' availability, right? It sure is. And the same applies to Nick Bosa. Today, Kyle Shanahan remarked on Bosa saying that we'll – we're going to play it by ear. Uh, he's ready to go was the direct quote. Of course he is. Yeah. But snap count is a completely different matter. Health is a completely different matter. It is. Um, that's There are a couple massive variables there where the 49ers are concerned. From the Pittsburgh perspective, man, it's starting to look like it would be stunning if Larry Ogunjobi would participate on Sunday, that's a lingering injury, which is troubling on a lot of different fronts. But, but, yes, how do you feel about the depth in Larry O's place? The, the depth, I feel like, anyways, guys are going to play regardless, DK, when it comes down to the expectation of guys making plays. DeMarvin is going to be called upon, right, DK, in a major, major way, man. Montrevious Adams is going to be called upon. We, as a group, have been asking, maybe not loud and maybe not very adamant about it, right, DK, uh, uh, about uh, uh, louder milk, right? Yes. His name has been a constant this offseason. Hey, Isaiah Loudermilk, what are Good we Good or bad. Yeah. Good or bad, right? So for the people that wanted that answer, you will get an opportunity if Larry O isn't going, right? And then here's the other portion of it, too. Keanu Benton is a part of this equation. The depth is there. I would say when we look at DeMarvin and we look at Keanu, I will say this. There's a, there will be a little hesitancy amongst the fan base until they prove themselves. That's fair, right, DK? That's mm -hmm. the part of growing up and you earning your stripes. Throwing a young guy out there in a game like this, you hope that they are, are, are sound in their assignment. You hope that they make the plays that come their way, and you hope they don't do anything stupid. Those are the things that you want from Isaiah Loudermilk and, and let's go Keanu Benton, DK. So I'm okay with the depth. I feel a whole lot better if Larry O was out there because – he is as crafty as as any middle of the oh, – no, 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 not middle of the road. Middle of their career vets. Is that fair to say? When he's, he's healthy. He's good to make plays when he's healthy. Yes, 100%. I mean, so we, you can see now why the Bears backed out. Not that we ever cite the Bears as some sort of icons for intelligent decision-making, but you can see why the Bears backed out. They're like, we just don't know that we can uh, count on this guy to be there. But one thing is this, though, DK. Some teams are equipped to handle guys like Larry O, like the Steelers, and some are very pressed about winning and need every hand on deck when you choose not to sign a guy like Larry O, okay? I, again, it, it, it is a knock when it comes down to saying, hey, we signed you, we need you out there. Uh, breathe a little bit is what I would tell you, and it's week one, and I'd much rather have him in which months, D, DK? November, December. Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. But I get it. But, you know, you, you want and need to see someone that important on the field. I'm not knocking yes, him, do. okay? Yeah, uh, I, I've seen – Larry O hasn't talked to reporters this week, but he's sitting at his stall, and he's sitting there with this really disgusted – Disheveled. Yeah, look to him. He, that You almost want to if – if he hadn't already made himself off limits to report, you just want to walk up to the guy and say, hey, you know, I feel you. You know, this is – you know, this is this is a challenge for a guy. He's watching all his guys around him and Cam Hayward and everybody get ready for this massive game. Yeah. You know, and it looks – again, the, the official designation is questionable. Uh, you know, we'll see. As far as uh, – we'll, we'll get to we'll get to this one here, this ADHD okay. – uh, in, in the next segment here. Okay. Um, what we're going to talk about in this opening segment. Oh, we ran out of time for the openings. Look at it. Look at the clock. We're rolling already, DK. We're rolling. Wow. Okay. Yeah, we are. And today is what? Today is Friday. Rapid question Friday. Oh, I'll try not right. to be long-winded. I saw somebody say this earlier, okay? I it's saw from, it. I you saw it. it. <laughs> you saw that from our guys. Bob said, man, Zach. You know, there's nobody's picking no Zach by the The better question is when's the last time the show ended on time? That's that is what we fair. Do. Yes, we get long-winded. You're going to get your money's worth in here. We, we, we're we not ripping anybody off, that's for sure. <laughs> it's doggone sure about that. When DK. we come back, it'll be the only segment that matters. It'll be a rapid-fire edition 
of the only segment that matters. And that's Hey Moan. At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores. Track the latest stats. Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. The coverage that connects. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show and a hard reset because these first 10 minutes have been a challenge for at least one of us. <laughs> Come on with it, DK. I'm going to pull this off, Bone. Between now and the walkthrough, I've got time. Okay. Whoa, come on, man. Bring it in. Reel it in, DK. We've got, we've got gifts coming in. Thomas Kowalczyk's, uh put in 10 gift memberships. Yeah, Outstanding. Antonio Jackson with five. Fishing for Trout is in with five. Thanks to everybody uh, who contributes to this show in any way, in, in any way that you can. You see now that we are at 1,245 memberships people as she says <laughs> i got one i gotta call out one of these people again dk because it's friday and they really are acting like it man this is hilarious because yes you're 100 right j-dub <laughs> let me pull them up I'll real quick yeah. j-dub goes dang gents look like they had hair and makeup come in today hey chat are the hosts looking styled or do my eyes deceive me yes i went and got a haircut today okay i did, did. Okay. i did yeah I had to get a cut today, man. As usually on Wednesdays, but I had a scheduling conflict. See, I didn't, and I even had a barber in here the other day. Your favorite barber got to come see you. But he he came equipped with no scissors, no nothing. Oh my gosh, he would. You know what would be amazing if he cuts mm. you up while we do the show. I'm just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> what if you did... ideas? He's gonna pop through that door any second now. <laughs> Sticky B says, "Hey Moan, who gets the first sack and the first turnover?" For the good guys wearing black and gold. I'm going to go off the rails right here. Uh, first sack, I easy go with – give me Cam. And, and, and first turnover, I'm going to say tip ball going to Landon Roberts. Okay. Uh, first sack, I've got – you're really going to go out on a limb here. TJ Watt. <laughs> I've heard he's okay. Uh, first tip ball because I saw a lot of this from him in Latrobe, Quan Alexander. Really? Quan Mr. Alexander. Mr. So you calling him Mr. Johnny on the spot? Calling it Mr. Quan on the spot. Mr. Quan. Okay, then. Let's do it. Trilogy. Hey, Moan, do you guys think the passing game or the running game will be more successful this week? I think it has to be the running game. We're And I'll say this. We're excited to see what Kenny does in your dos, right? Uh, but we got to see him get established. Don't force this thing when it comes down to Kenny, right, DK? Let's let's not do that. Let Kenny grow forcing into it. would be the enemy. Yeah, if, forcing uh, – I'm not allowed to talk about what I see in practice. Okay, come on. Just give me a little bit because I need a little bit. It's not good. Okay. Okay, take the plays that are there. When you mm -hmm. look at what the Steelers did in the preseason that was so successful, those were not 50-50 balls. Those were hard, sharp passes to open wide receivers on set routes. Stick with what you know. Confident throws is what you're saying even OJ. when he was splitting the defense right dk even, even i know what you're talking about the fry yes. move pass yes or the george pickens pass the george in Tampa. Pickens. get it in there Confident LJ says, throws. hey moan is 73 back in style how good how is good. the new wearer he's solid i'm be honest uh not that he needed to make me proud but i'm glad that it succeeded in a different a different light right now man that that number didn't need to be on the defensive side of the ball uh i'm looking forward to seeing what isaac brings it was Carlos Davis on the wrong side of the ball where he's 73. Well, I appreciate Come them on. putting a gap year between a guard, okay? I appreciate the gap year. That's fine by me. That's right. That's what the equipment guys were, were all over there. <laughs> ben says, I think Keanu Benton will have an impact Sunday, especially if Larry O don't go. Uh, Ben, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, but I'll say this, his impact. I'm hoping is just doing his base, uh, schematics that you need him to do. I'm hoping his technique is good. I'm hoping <laughs> Trent Williams don't body him out of the B gap. If, if, if asked to play the, uh, three technique, those are the things that I want from Keanu Benton this week. If he make four tackles, man, good day for him, but he needs to be gap sound. Jim Fairfield says, hey, Moan, if Kittle is out there, how do you test his oh, – Jim says hamstring. It's actually the groin. It's how do you test it? What do you make him do? Make TJ run through his face. 
Uh, hey, line, line him up over Alex Highsmith. Things like that, Moan. Remember, they got all mad at me about hitting uh, Purdy's elbow. Man, DK, I wish we would worry about that. If he stays in, grab him a little bit so he can't quick release. Those Football. are the little tricks of the trades that you have to do to a guy like that. This has something that's ailing him. Do I'm it, say it, it real quiet, y'all? There are certain things you can do to agitate guys when they're injured because it's football. It's football. If you ain't cheating, you ain't what? You ain't trying. You ain't trying. Hey, Joe. Uh, Joe says, hey, Mr. Moan, how will traveling coast to coast affect a season opener for the away team? It, it affected you guys. And Don't. he called you Mr. too. Oh, he did. What the heck is that? Why do I get a Mr.? No. Next. Early in the week, you was mad because they called me Mr. Now you're Mr. Yeah, but now it feels like they're saying you're old. They're patting you on your back now. That's what they're doing. All right. Yeah. All right. Mr. DK. <laughs> Mr. Traveling DK. coast to coast did not go well for your teams, Moan. It did not. It did not, man. Um, truthfully and honestly, if it, <laughs> I don't think it affects it too much. When we lost on the West Coast, we just simply lost. I love to make that you know that excuse for you. San Francisco is going to come out ready to swing. It'll be 10 o'clock in the morning, their time. It shouldn't oh, affect much. Right. Yeah. It, it, but I'll say this from 10 until three o'clock is peak human hours, DK. They'll be fine. Josh Jenkins has a media question says, uh, Why do they allow reporters at practice if they can't speak about practice? It's not that simple, Josh. First of all, most NFL teams will only allow you to just watch like the stretches 20, and stuff. 20 minutes. Yeah, 20 minutes. And you Here see, in Nashville, is 20 minutes. You're seeing nothing. Yeah, that's Mike Vrabel. But the same thing is true with John Harbaugh. Uh, yeah, we just, as I, I actually had to do the Ravens once for a week, uh, on an assignment with the newspaper. Yeah, it was, okay. it was in advance of playoffs whenever just said I was assigned to cover Baltimore. So I was down in Owings Mills, Maryland. And I was like, wait, we have to go. <laughs> Can uh, I ask you, where do you go? You just linger until the end of practice? No, we'll go grab a, lunch. media lounge, just like they're like, it's at Steelers headquarters. We get sent to over to the indoor facility. There's a room and whatever. So. Uh, but anyway, the reason for this is allow press at practice uh, is that we strike that deal with the team. Okay, we the Pittsburgh chapter of the Professional Football Writers Association, uh, because Mr. Rooney believes in openness. Mr. Rooney wants us to see. Okay, so if something, let's just say something really awful were to happen at a practice, okay, whether it's an injury or who knows what, okay. We're at least there, and the right that we have is we see something on the field. We can report on it if we get it confirmed by a coach or player, right, Moan? Yes. So who would we go to after practice and ask ridiculous questions like, hey, did you practice today? <laughs> and the person says, yes, I practiced today. So then we can say, hey, so-and-so practiced. Now, we can also get specific, Moan. Remember, yeah. we would say, like, oh. hey, what was, you know, did uh, did did Ben connect on a 40-yard pass there to Le'Veon Bell? And you'd be like, yeah. yes, he did. Yes, yes. Those are the things. Uh, what, it's and a it's, pain, but. Yeah. And then when players figure out the keys that they can't report on anything that we they don't tell them. shut up completely. They shut up completely. <laughs> yes. That happens as well. Uh, Sticky B. Hey, Moan, how many points does it take to secure the win Sunday? One more than they have. That's nice. <laughs> one more, Sticky B. I don't want to be frank about it or short with you, but one more than they have. I'd love to win this game 30 to 13, but if they win this thing uh, 12 to, to 10, I'll take that too, and I think you would also. Rodolfo says three chefs. That he's even got the little chef emoji and everything. DK, yeah, I forgot. But at the get-go cafe and market, quality is at the core of every menu item, Moan. Yes, it is. They have three expert chefs, three, who fine-tune every detail so that every sub, burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for what they call craveability. Order your favorite entry from the get-go cafe and market. Here I go again, because this is actually just too perfect. Get up on Sunday and go before the game. It is your TV party food place. It's too good. Nobody wants to be getting up and making stuff on Sunday morning. Just go to get-go cafe and market and push some buttons on the screen. Get it. Come home. And you're everybody's hero. Yeah. By the way, the questions are phenomenal today. Let's have them. Go, Bone. Go. Uh, I got one right here from Randy McCracken. Uh, very nice profile picture, too. I need a shot like that on mine, okay? <laughs> Randy goes, hey, Moan, who's your most significant player for this game? 
my most significant player for this game has to be Cam. Uh, just simply because if he's wrecking the middle of their interior, Brock Purdy's been splashed out. He's been ran out of the pocket. I I, I want to see that. And even if it's not him, give me Montrevious Adams too. Those two dudes, I'm only worried about that interior. Simply because Purdy's not super mobile, if you can get him off his rocker and disrupt that run game, this team will win that game. My most significant player for this game here again, really stretching the imagination is Kenny Pickett. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's true. I just, I just see uh, his decisions and his not forcing the ball, his yeah. taking the, the plays that are there in front of him. Keep cool. Just because you threaded the needle in the preseason doesn't mean you need to do it in the real games. Yeah. And take what's there. And I see a pushback from my guy, Josh Dobbs, say, Moan Purdy is a lot more mobile than you think. And you know what I say? I said, get him out of the pocket so you can move him to Alex. And TJ is what I meant to say at the end of that. I'd much rather have that problem. I got you, I got another one. Go ahead. Go ahead. You, you, you go ahead. I got another one right here. And we hadn't talked much about it. And, of course, the fans kind of ran with this last year. Uh, Albie Quirker goes, Deontay Johnson gets a touchdown within the first two touches. I'd love to see that. I hope he does get one I on the board, really DK. Would too. Yeah, I I think there there needs to be a little bit of a cleansing process that begins with Deontay. And even if it's a cheesy, you know, anybody could have scored it, whatever else, it doesn't matter. One get of him his, on the board. He has to have he has to have two feet in that end zone at some point in the game. Uh just to this is different. You know, he and I had a a, a, a talk a couple days ago, and he's ready for this to be not a good season, the good season. Okay. He's one of a couple guys in that bracket, but Deontay maybe jumps out as much as anybody else on the roster. He's so, so important. Do not downplay him. Do not get lost in the George Pickens stuff. Yep. Yep. And, and this is the other thing too. I'm glad to see publicly him buying in a certain stuff. And the reports were right that I read He's saying, I want to be a stealer for life. Like, imagine those types of conversations come out of his mouth maybe two years ago. Like, this dude, I think, is understanding it. And this also helps, too. Having dynamic playmakers around him that he does, that we think will be DK, as far as George and Pat and and, and having a younger quarterback with them. I'm, I'm excited for Deontay saying stuff like that. Antoine says, hey, Moan, who's the better quarterback, Kenny or Brock? You're two quarterbacks, y'all. Uh, I'm picking my guy because I'm biased. I'm going Kenny Pickett. Uh, but most people will tell you Brock Purdy is because he's taking his team to the NFC Championship. Um, yeah, but well, you hear about Purdy's shortcomings, though, and, and that's not really the case anymore with Kenny. Like, you hear, okay, here's what Purdy can't do. Yeah. You know, that they don't have a deep game. Yeah. Steelers have very clearly developed a deep game. They have, and that's what – but but this there's this quarterback that I used to block for that said, how many years you got to give him, D.K.? Three. You got to give him three years. Yeah, it's 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 not a worthwhile conversation until then, according no. to Ben Roethlisberger. And man, is he right on that one? He, you remember, he got criticized big time for making. Oh, that I, statement. I was there that day that he made the statement, and I remember thinking to myself, "Oh God, here we go." Because that was the RG three phase. RG3. Remember, and everyone was like, "RG three, this generational da 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 da. What a trio of quarterbacks!" It was three. I don't even remember who the other two were. Okay. It was uh, Luck, Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck, and RG three, and maybe one more. You want to know what's funny about that? Hmm. Ben said that the year we went down to play Washington, and it may oh, have yeah. been a season opener, DK. And what was crazy about that? Ben torched them. And you know what happened after the quick little pull the curtain back a little bit? After that, he was a little he was a little hype on the bus on the way back to the plane after oh, making those comments. Oh, <laughs> you did not just say that on the show, did you? Yeah. Ben, ben had, heard this. He had a little edge after that RG3 comments, man, when we <laughs> played them down there. Yeah, buddy, DK. Again, players find the smallest thing to motivate them. He didn't lie about it taking three years to establish yourself in the but NFL. But that's so good. We could just sign off for the day now. He had a little edge about that, DK, and we did too. You guys will find, I'm telling you, it, that's it's such a special level of pettiness that I can really, really appreciate it. <laughs> 
you know? Yeah. Robert yeah. says, uh, hey, Moan, hey, DK, would you be disappointed if a game ended in a tie? I know somebody who would. I would. <laughs> he hates ties, everybody. Hate ties. ties are meant for soccer. <laughs> Simply put, man. Simply put, they're meant for soccer, man. That game shouldn't end in a tie unless it's preseason. Joey wants to know what the feeling is in the locker room heading into this game. It is a quiet, professional, not a big deal confidence. I don't know how else to word that. I, they are not gosh wow about any component of it except for one. And it's got nothing to do with the opponent. All they're stoked about is going through that tunnel all I heard from them all week was home game, home game. You'd think they were here for all nine years yeah. of the Steelers not having a home opener. But it's a subject that works its way around the room. They are ready to feed off of the 68,500 who packed that place yeah. on Sunday. They're, they're ready to ride with you. Yeah. That's the best answer that I can give you. Uh, here's one right here, DK. I think it's pretty solid, man. Uh, special teams. We don't really hit special teams a whole lot unless we're talking about Calvin Austin. And uh, he goes, this is from Matt Hanford. He goes, hey, Moan, do you think we've seen enough stability to trust Percy, Har Percy Harvillan, uh the third with his punting duties this season? Guy has a leg like a cannon when it's straight. Uh, I'll say this as, as you know, as, in regards to him, I think he'll still get time because of the talent of the leg too. the directional kicking is something that a lot of punters have to work on. But when you love the talent, it's just like having somebody throw a hundred miles per hour fastball, right? DK got to go over the plate. You're going to find a way to train it up though. Mm -hmm. Um, but with him, I don't want to say short leash, but I do believe, uh, Danny Smith ain't going to put him out there if it's, if it's lacking as much. In addition to Harvin and the good camp that he had, Presley Harvin, the bad. fact that we did not talk about him at all is a credit to him because that was supposed to be some kind of competition. It most certainly was not. And if you remember, the second punter was so good that he also was around even after cutdown cut day, day for 24 hours. To cut day. He was, so that man. means that Harvin was that much better than somebody that the Steelers thought, at least, that they had uh, the possibility to trade. Yeah. Uh, that's saying that's saying quite a lot about what he had. Also, I can't I, I can't get through that without mentioning that Chris Boswell had himself a nice camp. Okay. Don't get to the point where you start taking him for granted because Please you know don't. what? There's a really, really good chance on Sunday that he'll be your favorite player again. Okay. And and that's why I wanted to to bring up the special teams question, DK. Mm -hmm. These two defenses will be at each other's neck as far as the 49ers you think and so. Steelers. Yeah. yeah, they're out to prove something. You got to think you got – did Nick get defensive player of the year also? He did. You got two of them, y'all. Yeah, just now. In this he, game. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a hey, – this is a drop them on the table type of game for these two defenses, and I think both sides know it too, y'all. Mm -hmm. Rob, the drummer asks, hey, Moan, do you think that Purdy has seen a defense similar to that of the Steelers? Oh, he just saw a good one in his last game. Yeah, he did. He saw Philly. And <laughs> yeah. I'll say this, too. He has to play Aaron, Donald's two, to Aaron Donald two times a year, too. Uh, yeah. He's seen his fair share. Uh, him and Kenny are both battle-tested, I'd say. It's, it's a matter of special teams, points, and field position in this game, DK. It is, but there's just – I'm going to say this out loud. Me? Yeah, I got, I got you me? can tell I got something. I see you I got some, DK. Don't be holding back, man. Because there's a part of me that feels, especially after these three preseason games, like the Steelers' offense has a capability that nobody's going to be properly anticipating. Okay? They have now people on their side who can touch the football and turn it into six. And that has not been there, Moan, since you were there. Okay, guys who are just give me the ball. I'll just find my way through. Yeah. Okay, or I'll find my way past them or around them. That's yeah. what you're that that is a variable in this equation that I think is massive. And I say that respecting that San Francisco had the number one defense in the NFL yeah. last season. Uh Jackson B. Uh first timer that we've seen him in here. DK he's probably been in here for a while, but either way, what up, Jackson? He goes, Hey Moan. What did you think of Pat Peterson saying there are tails in the 49ers offense? I love the confidence, but maybe wait till after the game. Nah, it's film. 
Uh, those tendencies don't go no way. When we tell you guys like a player going to a different Javon Hargraves being in, in San Francisco does nothing for the San Francisco 49ers defense. All I'm telling you is this. The film is going to tell you every single thing you need to know when it comes down to how you attack somebody. Pat P's been around long enough that they know a whole lot about him too, right, DK? He (laughs) can be exposed. Here's the thing here. Darren Watt points out that the board is full of chess pieces. I got to tell you that one of those chess pieces and the smarter people operating that board people are people like Pat Peterson, who knows what the heck he's doing. Okay? And if he says to the 49ers that there are tells in your offense – and they waste even one on, millisecond going over. What's he talking about? Let's look at our film all over again. Hey, everybody. Pat yeah. Peterson says there's something going on here. If that happens, you've thrown them off just just, just this much. You have yeah. them thinking about blinking at the line. Or what are some of those things you brought up in the past that you guys would look for? It was crazy. Feet. 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 Hands. Uh, a wide receiver, when he's ready to catch the ball, his hands are here. If he's run blocking, his hands are crossed over. With an offensive lineman, if his hands is on his knees, he may be run blocking. If his elbows is on his knees, he may be pass blocking. If the quarterback legs are shifted one foot in front of the other, he's probably running a run out option. If he is staggered together, he's probably dropping back. Like, it's so many things that you pick up on. So, Pat P's not lying. This, my friends, is why you watch this show. Because you've never heard this stuff before. This is from field level. This is from 11 years of starting in the national football league. And it's also from being able to tell it like it is after the fact. Okay. Uh, This isn't a yippee show or whatever else here. This is real. Okay. So when Pat Peterson is saying this stuff, he could be making it up and he might not be, but he's going to have you thinking about it. You want to hear something that's right. And I've told this before in the young existence of this show, DK Cincinnati Bengals, Andy Dalton, if Andy Dalton's feet were Andy like Dalton's this, stories are the best. If his feet were like this, he was about to run the ball or do something with it. If they were like this, he was handing the ball off. That simple. His left tackle, Andrew Whitworth. If his hands was on his knees, right, or his elbow was on his knees, yeah, he was run blocking. If his hands were flat on his knees, they were pass pro. My favorite thing about these stories is that I can line them up with things that I was told in the past, but that didn't make sense to me. Brett Kiesel, one day in Charlotte, North Carolina, after a game, me and him and Troy were the only three people left in the room. And Kiesel said to me, and I've shared this with you before, Kiesel said to me, one thing I know is that guy will never beat us. (laughs) We were just talking about Dalton for no reason. One thing I know is that guy will never beat us. What do you mean, Brett? What do you mean? Mm. <laughs> that's what he meant he couldn't say it because he didn't want them to know it but in our meeting room coach Tomlin was circling it and probably nine and a half times out of ten they were right yeah c Max says you think Tomlin had a talk with Peterson yeah 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 absolutely again I told you that we did an episode earlier this week about coach Tomlin and his secret lair they watch everything and if it's not him the scouting department and coaches are watching something too. It's probably what 30 people in the, in that building watching the same tape. And all they needed was the one Mike's mentioning here was Troy. Cause Troy studied everything about everybody. How That's, do you think he timed those things? You think he did that just out of courtesy to NFL films? Absolutely not. I mean, I'm talking about timing those, oh, know, those, those jumps, those, those jumps. He knew it. Uh, he knew everything. He knew he it from everything. 10 yards away. Yeah, 100%. How? Because he saw something that the quarterback did, and he could start his count mm-hmm. to get to the line. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it, DK. Uh, always fascinating. That's why a lot of people love and enjoy the game, man. It's, it's the players. It's the preparation for it more than anything a lot of the time. Philip Hopkins appears to be appreciating Baby this particular subject matter. This is yeah, this does. is good stuff. But again, that's what happens when you have this guy. You know, I'm not <laughs> pointing to me. I'm pointing to him. That's this way. Yeah. That's hard to do when you're looking on a reverse. Hey, I'm pointing let, to this guy. Let me bring up one too because I'm sure it's going to be on high alert, DK. And I Go like ahead. this question, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's actually from last night. If you peep the game a little bit, Jawan Taylor is the right tackle from Kansas City's name. It's, this question's come up numerous times. Why I'm bringing it up too, DK. But Brent goes, 
Hey, Mo, was it strategic by choice, the Lions, to not complain about the right tackle false starts because he was telegraphing the running plays? I think there was a little bit in that, too. And I think in tight moments, referees will warn a player like, they were talking about him jumping off sides, DK, timing up the snap too good, the right tackle from Kansas City. He wasn't breaking the plane of the center's hips a lot of the night in pass pro, and he just became – a tell story of all things that happened last night as far as offensive line sets. And they waited until the two-minute warning, DK, under two minutes to flag him for it. And I think they put them first and 25 or mm -hmm. second and 25. There are signs to the snap count. There are signs to where you line up at. He probably should have told his right tackle because Al has told me, the referee on the sideline, you've seen him, DK, will tell the tackles or wide receiver, move up a little bit. They do the thumbs up and thumbs down. Am I good? Al mm -hmm. asked me one time because we were going against somebody. I forget who it was, but they were quick off the edge. He's like, Mo, he moved back just a little bit. All that does for him is made it seem like he wasn't back as deep. There's tricks of the trade. That guy is just new to Kansas City, and he had no idea. They called the flag right. I can't even defend that guy, and I'm always pro-offensive line, DK. Q says, when the, the Pitt Panthers are playing a, a late game tomorrow night, the Steelers are playing early Sunday, can we expect the field to be messy? <laughs> what you're leaving out of this, Q, it's supposed to rain. It's supposed to rain, too. Yeah, uh, it is, and it's supposed to rain, like, fairly consistently on Sunday. Uh, and that includes the possibility of real thunderstorms. Uh, during the game, uh, after, obviously, won't affect anything. But I got to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to some rain. I don't really care when it comes. <laughs> we need it. We're not we're not built like other cities. We actually need our rain. We have the greenest city in America. Yeah. We have lots of trees and stuff, okay? Yeah. We need rain and it, it gets a little depressing when we don't have rain. Um so but yeah, the field, yeah. And pit playing the night before, uh that's tough. Yeah, no doubt about it, but this is also a game if it's raining, you hand that thing off to Najee. Right, DK? I wouldn't overthink it. Don't let's please don't do that. Okay. Uh Matt Canada's gotten everybody's good graces. I feel like this preseason. Let's just do that thing, okay, where you call the plays in the right fashion. Well, on that note, Luke says, How many yards do you see Najee putting up Sunday? Yeah, golly, DK. That's a tough question to answer. Especially right since there. the rain just throws everything into, you know? It slows you down, man. Last year, that team defensive defensively, they were first. Number one overall defense as it stands, man. Mm -hmm. Rushing game. They were second as far as their league rank. They're giving up 3.4 yards of carry. Most of them are coming back. And you gotta also think they got Javon Hargraves. If Najee gets 85 plus, that's a daggone good day, G DK. Yep. The favorite barber comes in with a $5 contribution. Appreciate it always and never taken for granted. Hey, Moan, going into training camp, inside linebacker was looked at as the weakest room on the team. Guilty as charged, man, right here. Okay. Yeah. Going into Sunday, who has the weakest room now? Jeez, that's tough because uh, safety is a solid. The most questions probably going to come from the corners. They always do. But the the questions are weird, though, because the questions are more about who goes where as opposed to do you have the talent? Yeah. Right? Yes, indeed. Or how fast can you get, for different reasons, Joey Porter Jr. and Desmond King up to speed? Up to speed. Yeah, so even that is like you don't you don't walk into that room like you just came in off the street and walk into that room and go, oh, man, there's nobody here. Yeah, God, dog, DK. The weakest room is 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 lightly disrespectful, uh, but I don't. I, I the corners have the most questions. That that's where I think if you're going to be tested as a team, as an entire team, I'm a I'm I'm gonna check the temperature on Pittsburgh's corners. That's where I'm at, and I say that because we don't know what it's going to look like or who's going to be playing where, DK. Yeah, I, I think you can go through pretty much every one of these rooms and find, like, even quarterback. No, no one talks about a quarterback, but we're, uh, you know, we see, I, I see these guys every day. I mean, yeah. And to me, Mitch Trubisky and Mason Rudolph are part of this team. They're not as visible or whatever else, but I see all three of them running this offense just the same way you did when you were working. Is, did Charlie Batch feel like he was some sort of distant memory? No, he was no, right there. He, he was taking snaps. I, I, I have one hot take, and that would be the only time you ever hear me say this. It's not really a hot take because there's an answer for it if something does happen, but I would almost look at the tight ends room and I'd say, oh, okay, what, without Pat Fryermuth, I mean, I got some questions, but Connor, 
is is a nice substitute. Okay, like Darnell is is a nice substitute. You know what I'm saying? Like, here's the winner. The fullback you. room Tumber. is pretty dead. The fullback room you. needs janitorial assistance at the moment. Is this just collecting cobwebs? Turmeric? Is it a bunch of inflammation in the fullback room or something? Is that what you're saying? You need some assistance out here, Turmeric? Oh my lord! I hate you for that, man. But that's that's good though. The fullback room. room might as well be that room that that you described Mike Tomlin as using in the back. <laughs> hey, hey, if Roosevelt Knicks was in it, guess what, man? A, a rose will grow through a concrete. Kenny wants to know: Will we see a Nick Herb exciting? In the 49ers backfield Sunday. If it is to be, yes, 100%. Nick, I'm super excited about. I am too, but you're going to see a Nick Herb exciting one way or another because he is a big part of these special teams. He is a visible part of these special teams. Do not use kick coverage and punt coverage as bathroom opportunities, people. There's it's there's real football happening out there and it's significant football. Mm -hmm. I got I got a good one right here, man. We missed uh, a little bit, and, and it's from it's it's from Auntie Suzanne. Okay, we, we got to get her out of the uh, the uncles. They she's hanging with them. Okay, we're gonna get her that'd membership. Be the aunt's table. That's the aunt's table. We're gonna get her or membership. Aunt. You real say soon. aunt. I say aunt. Yeah, I say aunt. Okay. Uh, aunt's table. Suzanne, great question. Hey Mo, how important is it to score first? That is, uh, you say. I, that is huge. Okay. That's real huge. And I would say even bigger than that, though, Suzanne, is the response to the, if the opposing team scores. If we go out there and, and, and they score first and we drop a dud and we don't score for two series, me personally, I got pressed. I'm like, okay, we got to get three. We got to get something moving. That's when it becomes important to you. It's important to get the first score on the first drive of the game. But you need a response if you don't get that first score. Yeah, my, my feeling on scoring first, and this is specific to this week, is that if the Steelers' offense gets the ball first through okay. whatever, from, you know, whether it's the coin flip, deferring, whatever, Steelers' offense gets the ball first, and they go down the field and get a touchdown, that place will okay, that place will be lit on fire, and I don't know that. That's an easy thing for an opponent flying here yeah. from the West Coast playing at their 10 a.m. is going to go, oh, yeah, we're going to come back from this. Yeah. I, it's different. That DK or a San Francisco 49ers turnover, those two may get the we, – we may actually uh, register the decibels, DK, as far as uh, the sound. We, we may actually go up that high if, if a turnover or a touchdown is scored first. I got to tell you, though, that as far as the decibels go, I'm really looking forward to that. Moan, again, it has not even when the team was 11 and 0, did you really see the place get revved up the way it was, the way you remember it? It's mm -hmm. been a while. Yeah. And that preseason atmosphere, preseason for the Bills game, yeah. was whoa. Like these people, they're waiting for something good to happen. That's different. Wow, DK. DK, that, that gets me. That gets me chills, man. Just so if if you were ever wondering, it gives me chills. Okay. Thomas says, "Hey, Moan, with our one A and one B pairs of QB slackers, we should wear down the San Francisco offensive line as the game goes on each quarter, right?" Uh, one A and one B pairs of QB slackers. Oh, yeah, I like that. Uh, definitely. I would say this. I trust our depth and experience probably more than almost any other team, except for probably Philly. And I'm hoping we see them in the Super Bowl. That would be amazing for us. Uh, but, yeah, I, I trust that, Thomas, 100%. And, and this, too, this is also where I'm at with this, too, DK. Uh, Eddie Carter came in a little bit early and said, hey, Mo, what side does Bosa usually uh, line up? Would you chip block him every time? You got a chance to slow him down. We mentioned this the other day. It's not going to be necessary every single time. Some tackles, most tackles, don't like the chips because you knock those defensive players free sometimes. that You become unpredictable in your scheme as far as uh, you being able to pass pro. My guys I play with hated it sometimes, unless you were just having a bad day. Only time a chip should be administered, DK, mm -hmm. is whenever a guy's having a bad day. I, I love this. I, I, I don't – I don't know that I've ever heard anybody say this, and I just find I find it to be such useful information. Is yeah. all I've ever heard and thought was, "Oh yeah, Chip, that'd be great." 
the, not if the lineman, not if it doesn't help the lineman. That or a delayed release helps more than the guy chipping them in. Like, no, hold your body there for a little bit. That way I know this. He can't rush outside unless he's going outside of the tight end. And if I know I can stay firm in my position right here and the only place he has to go is inside, then I can pass pro that way. Mm-hmm. Why yeah, would yeah, I? You just take, you just angle him out. I just angle him out right there. Okay. And Yes, that's what we're talking about. J-Dub comes in with a $5 contribution and says, put that boot and put that gas to the floor. He's quoting Ramon from this very episode. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, J-Dub. A lot got to happen, man. If y'all going there, man, be toxic. Be, 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 I'll say this, and DK going to laugh. Be SEC football. <laughs> college, college, college yeah, yeah. DK don't like the college <laughs> game too much, man. 100%. Uh, Vinny comes in with, with the 49ers secondary banged up. Could this be where Kenny can exploit them with matchups? Don't worry about that. Just look, we opened this up with Kittle and Bosa and whatever else. Those guys matter. You start getting into who's missing here. Who's who's limping over there and whatever else here. I'm going to say this again, because I really want to make a point of this. And I hope that, I hope that our viewers remember if nothing else from me, you've had way better stuff from him today. For me, remember this. You want to see your offense, the Pittsburgh offense, completing 100 percenters. Yeah. That is what has made this team as exciting as it has been in the preseason. It's not that they've, ooh, look, they made a play. Woo, lucky for them. Uh Uh-uh. No. No, DK, absolutely not, man. Make Uh, the plays that you know you have scripted and you have 100% confidence in and you know you can block. You know you can – you see what I'm saying here. Yeah, 100%, DK. No prayers, none of this sideline over the shoulder, (laughs) okay? And uh, I'm irritated by some stuff from practice this week is all I'm saying, okay? I just – I want to see the 100 percenters. You want to see the hundred percenters? I love that, man. We got to get DK a raging emoji, man. Where's Dolly? Lytle says, "Hey, Moan, how much are the positional coaches involved in the game plan on Sunday?" Uh, very much involved in it. They're the ones that know their players. They're the ones that see what works. Uh, they're the ones that's communicating with their players too. Uh, on Sunday, on Sunday, yes, one hundred percent. You can suggest a whole lot when you see those coaches on those tablets on the sideline. That's the players telling, "Hey, if we run this play again, it's going to work." Like, there's a lot that goes into it on Sunday. We got a couple more today. Mark Smith comes in asking about, uh, says, hey, Moan, Minka Fitzpatrick taking care of the emblem in the locker room sent a message of attention to detail. How much of the locker room is managed by players? By the way, there's nothing original about that. I'm sorry. I don't want to be the guy that this started in hockey years ago. Dave Anderchuk of the Tampa Bay Lightning. They put the lightning bolt down in the locker room. And then every time a reporter, it was usually reporters, would walk on it, somebody – from the lightning bolts would yell out, Hey, get off the logo. Yeah. To which, to which some smart ass reporter would retort. If it's that important to you, why is it on the floor in the first place? So you're not going to get me all sappy on this one. You know what? I just think it's Minka saying we need to respect and work a certain way. That's essentially what the breakdown of this is, man. I told you yesterday I like the idea of what of him doing that because I think to your point, DK, this entire week, you've said what things have shifted. Right. I just think that's Mika saying we're we're young in some spots. We got some stuff we need to make sure we're on top of. Let's do this little small thing. Correct. And it's a small it's a college thing. It's a it's a detail thing. I like it because as young as this group is in certain spots, I think it's okay to say do the small things. Mark Smith has a four ninety nine contribution. So does Michael H. Uh, Both of these are appreciated. Uh, I have one other thing to say about Minka, though. If I wanted to send a message to the young guys in the room, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be putting ropes around a logo. You know what I would do? What's that? I'd pop in the tape. See how dated that reference was? VHS? I'd pop in the tape of Minka versus the Bengals. And I would say last year in the opener, okay, in which he was just uh, unbelievable. Uh, uh, Unbelievable. Superhuman. And I would say that is what it means to be a Pittsburgh Steeler and to do it in that setting yeah. against that opponent and in that situation. That's what I would show them. I would be putting ropes around a logo. 
Yeah, good symbolism though, DK. I ride with it. I ride uh, with it. It's it's yeah. I that's that's right. Sudesh also comes in with a 1999 Sudesh. contribution. Uh, that's appreciated. Just a couple more today. Uh, Joey says, "Does the team prepare? Does seem prepared to face potentially one of the best teams in the NFL?" The way everybody Joey's been hype about preseason, I say yeah. Um. We said everybody's got a plan so they get punched in the mouth, too. Uh, How they adjust, I'm more interested in instead of how they come out. If they go down by three or seven points, I mean, hey, DK, let's 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 see what they do then, because they they've been in the front a whole lot this preseason. Rob, the drummer, closes us out for the day with this beauty says, hey, Moan, what's the better matchup? TJ versus their tackle or Nick Bosa versus our tackle? See, I, I'm, I'm avoiding left his mentioning of left here oh, because okay. it, it I was could, about to say yeah I'm hoping for our sake TJ eats their right tackle up I'm hoping okay. for our sake TJ rovers around in that defense and breaks down their center so bad that Alex Highsmith gets a sack I'm hoping for our sake that Alex Highsmith just simply does his job against one of the best left tackles in the world to ever play this game that's what I got right there. I'm putting my money on TJ. What I got is two words. Colton McKivitz. I want to dedicate this program to the imminent memory of Colton McKivitz, who has started five NFL games in his four-year career. This guy has barely played, and he's going to line up against a healthy, hungry rabid number 90 this is the beginning and the ending of any and all analysis that anyone needs for this sunday okay colton mckivitz yeah yeah hey i'm taking tj yeah that's bold on your part i'm taking tj (laughs) i'm I'm taking tj y'all go against it if you want to give me tj even if and look tj can have zero sacks on the day Okay, but as long as he's disruptive and beating the crap out of guys play in and play out and having them confused and Brock Purdy head spinning like crazy and TFLs by other guys because TJ's pressing the line up. Let me paint that picture real quick. Can you imagine that, DK? If it's zero sacks, effectiveness, 100. Colton McKivitz, I, I really want this football team and this defense specifically to go right back to the stage where it was with TJ and Bud, where you said, I'm sorry, what were all these other things that you mentioned about this game? Because they really don't matter because TJ and Bud are about to come and wreck everything that you're hoping to do. Yeah. Yes, sir, DK. Uh, very, very different. What's the name again? Colton? Colton McKivitz. McKivitz. Sear it in the brain. Uh, you, you need to hear that name three or four times in the first half alone. Yeah. Uh, Meaning it needs to be spoken by an announcer three or four times in the first half. TJ should start this game off by saying daddy's home. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, hey, tell mama cook some chicken, man. Dad's home. Uh, shout out to J-Dub coming in too late, DK, with the 20 gifted memberships, man. Oh, Jeez. is that right? Yeah, Colton came in with, I mean, J-Dub did. Colton McKibbin's going to be giving out his own gifts. <laughs> I said Colton too. All the time we have for today, you, guys. You got a surprise afterwards too. This, oh yeah, we owe you a story from. By yesterday. the way, if you're afraid of what the 49ers can do, again, this is your hug bear. If you need me to bring it out, we'll do that. We'd have you know sayings before we come out to the lot. If you scared to come out on this field at Hinesville at the time, if you're afraid to go out here at Hinesville, y'all got an option. You can stay in here. Ryan Clark was huge on that one. Y'all ain't got to come out here with us. No stay way. in the locker room. <gasps> say, we ain't going to judge y'all. We not going to judge you. It's okay to say you scared. Oh, I used to love the moments right there. Oh, DK. no. Stay in the locker room, man. It's all right. <laughs> I swear. You'll get your check on Monday and we'll explain the coast. And we told you to stay in there. I love it. Oh. oh, it was a good time. That was those Baltimore games. It's those funny for how games. it's so funny for how close him and Troy were, how different, how different these people are. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So 
Here's a little bear for y'all, man. We'll we'll keep them here for you. Bye bye, guys. See you afterwards. We had a uh, a reader come in a little earlier and bring me a Duquesne hat. Duquesne. I went to Duquesne. I never finished. Eleven credits shy, by the way. I'm what the oddly, hell is wrong I'm, with you? I'm oddly proud of that. See, I hate colleges, like in general. Okay, I'm, I'm bringing a but belt. I got the job I wanted, like as a freshman at Duquesne, and I hung around, and then I'm like, "What am I doing here? I'm handing all these people my money." And the final straw was when I went. <laughs> I was going to take a journalism class. This was in my third year or whatever. I was going to take a journalism class that was being taught by someone who was answering to me at the Post-Gazette. Oh. And I'm like, this is just stupid. What are we doing here, right? Okay, so, that's fair. Story? Yeah, story time. Let me hear it. Where's that bear? It's right here. The one I told everybody hug if they afraid to okay. play this weekend. Okay, I don't want her to hear any of this. But when she first came over from Romania, no. oh, no, here she comes. <laughs> <laughs> she heard. Huh? I'm not telling your version. All right, here. She's going to do it. Here she comes. What, what story am I telling? What, what story am I telling? Uh, about the color choice on oh. the chair. Okay, I booted him out. <laughs> you, you really kicked DK out. Yeah, everybody say you... hi to Dolly, by the way. Say hi to Dolly. Hi, everybody. <laughs> so here's what they, what, what they do to me. I, it's, it's 1997. It's my first Christmas in a family. And I really want to impress everybody so I could be accepted. You know, like it's a really big deal. The in-laws, my brother-in-law, everybody's coming for Christmas. I cook, I decorate, I buy a fake Christmas tree, which, by the way, I thought is the best invention at the time. Not so much anymore, but I'm like, you mean it looks perfect every year? And I buy new decorations for the tree. Everything matches. It's perfect. Everything is set up. Like, I mean, to the millimeter, the angle on every fork. And they all walk in. It's Christmas Eve. They all walk in. His brother walks in the living room, looks around and says, 49ers tree? I didn't know what that meant. And for the rest of the evening, all they did is made fun of me because I picked burgundy and gold decorations. And I thought, that's awesome. I was so proud of it. I didn't know that's 49ers anything. It was such a bust. Literally for years to come, they made fun of me about it. Every Christmas. They still bring it. Obviously, he still brings it up. No, Dolly. It's 1997. Like, I just, it it needs to end. Y'all have adult kids now, Dolly. And he's still... I got obviously I never used those decorations again. You know? <laughs> that, that, that's the 49ers story. But just in general, even worse than that, he, he let me call the Ravens raisins for like 10 years. Because you I would too. <laughs> <laughs> the raisins? She called years. them the raisins. Well, I didn't know all the flora and fauna words, okay? I was new to English. It sounded to me like raisins. And then so I said, and they were purplish, kind of like the raisins. No. So I just said Baltimore raisins. No one of these people in a family corrected me. I'm talking a decade until I said it to strangers. And they're like, what are you saying? What raisins? <laughs> so embarrassing. Yeah, that's what I'm dealing with, people. Yeah. That is what I'm dealing with. That's what you're dealing with, Dolly. Uh-huh. Hey, we, we we sympathize with you, man. We understand what, what you're getting yourself into. That's I, I, crazy. I'm, uh, I'm putting them back in. You put Have it. a great weekend, everybody. <laughs> Good weekend. The Baltimore Raisins is the best name ever. Yeah. <laughs> Can we adopt that name? They were busy pruning their route trees. We could we could come up with 49ers lyrics to all the Christmas carols and everything like that. But you had to see this tree to believe it. It looked like something Steve Young designed. Really? Oh, yeah. it was very pro 49ers. It was just, yeah, and she had no earthly idea. And it's like my brother was the one who walked in and went, 49ers? Wow. It just stuck for years. Well, I'm telling you this. They're, they're pretty much adopted it. The raisins. The raisins. Here they come. <laughs> the Baltimore raisins is definitely there. Now, I've never even thought about that. Yes, Catman said we need a raisin emote. Yes, raisin we do. Emoji. Here they come for Baltimore week. Ah, uh, that's fair, right there. The Baltimore raisins, the best thing I think we said today. Well, we're gonna wait. We're gonna need uh, on on Baltimore week. John Grant wants me to go back to class. Why to give them my money? I ended up being more accomplished than most of the people there. Don't get them started. The you got a strong stance on this, and I do not oh, want to get you started man. on this Friday. For what? No. For a piece of paper? <laughs>
they were going to give me some honorary degree and then they disappeared. Who knows what that's all about? Yeah. Anyway, I, I got, right, let's, let's do it. Let's do it real quick. I see somebody asking for a handover did. Hey, Moan, give me a score. Oh, yeah. Score and a uh, Super Bowl prediction out of you, Moan. Super Bowl prediction, too? Go nuts. Uh, give me. Um, I think it's Super Bowl. Let me see. Give me the Steelers. Needs is from you. Give me 24. Record prediction. That's what it is. Game prediction and record prediction. Okay. Game prediction, 24-18, Pittsburgh. 24-18. Why? Because uh, of the rain. Because it's oh, all okay. uh, a little bit more poised to, to get it. And I, I like our defense a whole lot better. I will say that. Uh, 24-18 is the score. Record on the season. Give me 11 wins, second in the north. I don't know why second. If they're first, I'm glad to be wrong. 11, 11 and 6 record on the year. How Eight, many ties? No ties. What's a tie? <laughs> Neck ties. <laughs> Super Bowl winner. Uh, I'm, I'm choosing to pick the Eagles. No AFC side. Yeah, it's it's still not the AFC's turn, huh? Yeah, no, not yet, not yet. All right, guys, on behalf of the Baltimore Raisins, <laughs> the 49ers tree, and everybody else here at the Ramon Foster Show, we will be back with a Monday. an episode Monday. We'll we fully expect will be our record breaker in every way. Monday, uh, let's rock, y'all. Make it toxic in uh, Akershaw this weekend. If you oh did. yeah, toxic is operative. Yep. All right, bye-bye. See you. Why did I leave the music on?